Hello and welcome to the Sobremesa podcast. Today with me I have Nerea Fernandez-Cordero, who is currently in Ireland, but is originally from Estremadura, and she is the spokesperson for Esquerra Unida uh, uh, Exterior, which is the branches of Esquerra Unida outside of Spain. Uh, welcome back to Sobremesa, Nerea. Hi, thank you, Alan. It's always nice to come back here. Cheers, thanks. So today we're going to be talking about empty Spain or España Bacía, which is something that's been going on for a long, long, long time. Uh, but recently it's come up on the more political landscape more than anything. Uh, lots of sort of small, very localized uh, people standing as um, to basically promote their their region's interests. I think the most pro- most famous one is Terwell Existe. Uh, which um, got a seat in the national parliament in the last general elections. Uh, And there's been a lot of debate in Spain about, you know, is this a left-wing thing? Is this the right-wing thing? Is it something that is in the middle? Like, which way is it going? Um, But often when you look at the media representation of uh, España Bethia, especially as a foreigner coming here about five or seven, eight years ago now, uh, most of the media representation is kind of around, you know, old people still living there and this way of life dying. And that, you know, that is very true, but it never really gets down to the, uh, you know, economical factors, but also, uh, you know, institutional, infrastructural uh, problems that exist in uh, the empty Spain. So me and Nere are going to talk a bit about today the other empty Spain. So, Nerea, uh, you are standing to be a regional deputy in Estremadura. So, what can you tell us why you're standing? Because I think it's very connected to this, right? Yeah, well, um, I've been living in Ireland like now, like nine years, I think. And I've been always like talking about Extremadura and why we have to leave Extremadura. Extremadura has one of the highest rates of people living um, in other communities, in other regions, and people living abroad, mm-hmm. not because we like it, not because we are adventurous, but um, because we have no choice. So as I've been always like working about this and um, defending the right to leave in our homeland, to leave in Extremadura. So my comrades there in Extremadura has asked me, to, to be one of the candidates in the selections. So it was it was a hard decision because, um, well, like I've been living here in Ireland so many years. So like mm. this is my home too. So well, you know exactly how we've- Yeah, been. of course, of course, of course. <laughs> like living between two lands and not belonging to anyone. Mm, yeah, so, it's true. Um, I said yes, because um. Well, like it's one of the things that I really like, like to work uh, for my homeland, to work for Extremadura and being able to go back and do this um, institutionalism work about uh, my land. It's something that um, it's an opportunity Mm. to 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 say, like, look, we had to leave. but We want to go back and we want um, to work for like Extremadura. 
Mm. I mean, uh, you wrote an article in uh, Mundo Obrero about this, and you 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 said the figures that's thirty six point four percent of people from Extremadura live outside of the region, working inside Spain. I've met loads of people uh, here in uh, Madrid that well, they famously say no one's from Madrid, right? But um, you know, m a lot of people from Extremadura or Andalusia, and and thirty two thousand. 800 people live abroad uh, from Estremadura. So it's quite shocking figures. So just tell us a bit, a bit about, you know, why why people have to leave. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an historic thing as well, right? But it also, I mean, there's there's Casas de Estremadura in, in Laganes, and it, they've, got, they've got a lot of power. But yeah. it's also a very modern thing as well, right? Hmm. So Estremadura has been always like a land or like emigrants, like we always had to leave, not because Extremadura is a poor region, because like some people think that we have nothing there. Actually, Extremadura is a very rich county. Um, we have the land, we have energy, we have um, agriculture, we have a lot of things, but the thing is, has been always like a colonialism model. So we have people like from abroad coming into our land, to use Lord resources and take them to other to other counties and and countries, because like Extremadura is I think one or like one of the greeniest uh, lands and agriculture. Like it's like the the land so it's feeding actually all mm. Europe. That's why like the European Union has invested a lot of money in Extremadura because like a lot of like rice and the water and now they're trying to get lithium out uh, for mountains so and everything is going to another countries and another like richest countries so like we've been always like living in this colonialist model like um exploring our resources and take them to other to other lands mm. and that's why we have to leave because like all the resources we have there's absolutely none for us. So Extremadura is one of the most, I think it's the, the most region in Spain who produces the energy for all of Spain and wow. a lot of other countries in Europe. But there's towns and villages in Extremadura who has no light and has no electricity because um, a mountain there in, in Cáceres, which is like apparently very rich in lithium. So it is one now, like one of the biggest uh codes and everything that um they're trying to get um so that's one of the that's one of the reasons and actually the main reason why we have to leave and then not only because this colonies is model but um there's just like ripping everything like in Extremadura we had like Via de la Plata it was a very like it was like a very old road where it was connected the south uh mm. to the north and there was like loads of good communications in that road. Mm -hmm. but, um, as it wasn't like passing by Madrid, they take it down. So that's the thing why people who want to go to Madrid to Lisboa, they have to go around Castilla Leon instead of like going through Extremadura, which is like the logical way. Right, yeah. Because there's no trains. I mean, like mm. there's but it's very old and it's, it doesn't connect like Lisboa and Madrid.
with all these um the things like people had to leave it's like there's no like labor opportunities mm-hmm. there's no jobs there's no like the resources we have they're completely going to you know their places and there's no infrastructure like there's no train they're like they're, there's a very tiny amount of like uh, bus connections to town to town where it is like mm. so people doesn't have any options mm. That's why we have to leave. It's not like because we want to, but actually, it always happens to ex people from Extremadura. We had to leave, but we always like thinking and going back. Mm. It's just like, I don't know why, but like I've been talking to loads of Extremeños and Extremeñas who are abroad or are in other communities, and they're just always like thinking, like I have to go back, I have to go back. But, yeah. Um, there's Absolutely. a there's a bar near me that says I yeah. live in Madrid, but Estremadura is mi tierra. It's it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a very like the, the government in Estremadura has been always pesoe, but it's just like not great. <laughs> mm. I, I talking about the trains. I was reading earlier. Well, I remember I was in uh, Atocha one day for work, like going through for work, and there was all these uh, white and green flags. Um, at about 12 o'clock like ch- like doing a chant uh about you know wanting better trains um and actually the day that th- they were going back um they had done a demonstration outside the uh, the cortes um or the congress sorry and they were going back to Esmeralda, and the train was late that day um <laughs> by 15 minutes um but apparently yeah so the high-speed train was started in 2016, and still, it's still ongoing. And Afnar promised it in 2002, said it was a maximum priority. Uh, so the the trains are a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, like they're they're trying to do like the 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 high train, like the faster train, this like the Abbey, but um, we don't want the the other we don't want the high speed train we want like the regular train because actually the high speed train is very expensive it's not for everyone not everyone can travel mm. and not everyone can afford the the ticket so what we want is to change the the railways to to put like a like actual and like <laughs> a new like railways railway so we can have like the normal and popular train so it can mm. everyone can afford but um yeah they're trying to do the high speed train but like this has been like a very old promise mm. in and no one is um no no one knows when it's going to happen and actually in my hometown this is a huge deal because they're going to try to part the my city because of the this oh really yeah yeah because like you have to build like a very uh thin wall or like to to do the the high speed train Mm. so what we want um because like it's you have to pass by my 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 hometown if you want to go to from madrid to merida which is like the capital of Mm -hmm. and they want to do like like a wall between my city so this is gonna like divide it uh so we are completely against that so it's a huge controversial like the high-speed train in Extremadura because like no one wants it we want an like a normal 
railways. I think isn't isn't it the only region other than Murcia that doesn't have electrified trains, right? Like in Madrid, we've got the cercanías, which goes around the whole region, and it's all electrified, uh, yeah. even in the mountains. Uh, yeah, I suppose. We don't have it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and but is there like a common feeling? Uh, I mean, I. It's a it's a it's a it's a phrase that we used a lot with the north of England when when they when they voted for Brexit. You know, the people that voted for Brexit were like the left behind, um, the people that you know have been ne neglected by both the Conservative and the Labour parties. And I'm sure there's equivalents in every country, right? That there's areas, um, you know, that that are basically disappearing. But you know, Spain is probably one of the biggest examples. Um, and no one seems to really have an answer to it. I mean, you hear about, uh, I think Japan was like paying people thousands of pounds to go and live in, in rural areas of Japan. And and I think another one was Italy. You always see like articles of like, you know, man bought this village in Italy or, you know, people are being paid. Like, There's going to be digital nomads in Italy. But but there doesn't really seem to be anything happening in Spain. Uh, what, what do you think is kind of, well, not the answer, but like what is the way forward with this do you reckon to to be able to go back to to live in rural yeah or to repopulate I, d I don't really know where you go from here because um you know they are getting smaller right i mean these towns are yeah. getting smaller and they're not getting any younger by the looks of it either <laughs> yeah um i think because like to be honest if you're like from like depends right but Every time that I go to like more like rural villages or towns, like people don't want to leave, to to leave the town. It's just like mm. they are they're being forced mm. to leave it. So the thing is just like um invest more in public uh infrastructures like yeah. and the the health system like the health system because like there are some villages that they're like with no doctor now or like the doctors have to go um like driving to different yeah. uh, villages and everything so there's a lot of plans actually i think so because like this is one of the the biggest deals like it's being half now like because it's not only extremadura like castilla leon Galicia, mm. castilla la mancha <clears throat> so if you invest more in rural um areas like uh, to have the same rights as everyone else like if you have um in, in madrid you can be like in 15 minutes to your doctor to the shop and to whatever like all the thing you need mm. so the rural county like the rural villages has to do the same like you are like um because th this is one of the things that we've been talking about like we feel sometimes that we are like second citizens citizens yeah like, yeah you know like um so it's just like invest more in this and invest more actually in your elderly because like some people are like completely lonely in these rural areas and they need help. But mm. like depends on the government and depends on like what are they doing? Like, I don't know. So I think just like more infrastructures and more transport and more, you know, um, health um buildings and everything and, and hospitals and doctor care and all they're gonna stuff because it's just like we're paying taxes as everyone else so yeah yeah and do you see that i'm 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 curious to know because uh 
I lived in London uh, for two years with my wife, who's who's from Madrid, uh, and we met loads of loads of Spaniards in London. Um, but my wife said, you know, you you can. There's more people from from rural areas, really. There's quite a lot. Do you do you uh, notice the difference between Spaniards who are from a city, quite big populated area that live abroad, and people that are from the small sort of empty Spain or um, like living abroad? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I think you know, like it, it's funny because. When you're in Spain and you're like from a city and you're from a rural area, like you see a little difference. Yeah. But once you're abroad, you're all just like a migrant. Yeah, that's true. And, and um, so I've met loads of people, like when I've been here in Ireland, like a lot of people from Catalonia, from the Basque Country, Galicia, Murcia, and people who have I will never met there in Spain. Mm. And once we are here, we just like Spaniards abroad or like Catalans or Basque people abroad and we have a lot of things in common so that's actually it no yeah uses like you're like more like link to these people and want to be with mm. them rather to be with other you know people that um they don't feel like that like that like home mm. so no 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 big difference to be honest uh, do you think uh just uh do you think there's too much emphasis as well on Madrid and Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we call this Madrileño centrismo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I don't know. Like, just like, just to, like, uh, as, a, an, as an example, like in December, I think it was like there's. Um, loads of rains and windfalls there in Extremadura and actually one of the roads like one of the biggest roads just like completely broke mm. I don't know if you've seen the the pictures like um it was like loads of like floatings and loads of towns right. and loads of people with no electricity and they had to be rescued and all that kind of stuff have you seen that in the news not really no that's it so yeah, yeah. There's also news from Madrid and Barcelona, where it's just like one of the biggest. But like, there's a lot of things happening in rural um, areas in other communities as well, and the media doesn't talk about it. Yeah, uh, that's why the regionalism is um, increasing and rising. As yeah, we were saying before, like the Real Day and mm. all these other parties, because like. And actually, it's it's a it's a right feeling. Like we feel they're completely abandoned, abandoned because like no one talks about our communities. So we are like, look, we want someone to work for our communities or for like. So we don't want anyone there in Madrid. We want people here in or regional communities or whatever. So that's why these kind of regional movements are increasing so badly. Mm. <clears throat> Do you think it's going to get bigger? Um, I think mm, depends. Mm. Um, I think it's something that we have, like the people who are like in other, like traditional parties, maybe like Izquierda Unida, it's like one of the most um oldest parties in, in Spain, and we were working about this. We have to know this is happening, and maybe we have to work 
with them depends because like some parties, regional parties are like very right wing and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's something that we have to to acknowledge. Like in yeah, now like there's loads of regional, like a small regional, region regionalist um parties. So I think we we have to to see like this is like a feeling that people mm. have. And maybe we have to reconduct that to, you know, or like for us, like to the left. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, no. I mean, I was watching, I remember the, the Andalusia regional election, um, you know, and it was won by the Partido Popular, but you wouldn't know he was from the Partido Popular because they didn't put their logo out much. It was more about the fact he was from Malaga more than anything i think uh and his personality and that he was from andalusia and you know uh yeah so it is interesting how it affects both sides really um yeah just remember like macarena alone i think it was like yeah one of the candidates and for in box in no, sorry in andalusia and they they didn't get because like she wasn't andalusian yeah people are very you know like it's getting more i think it's mm. getting like prouder of yeah. where they're coming from and the accents and the way of talking and your history is actually very important in a mm. regional um mm. elections yeah i mean it seems to be something that personally i've noticed since the uh, since covid really uh like regionalism i mean the the bng in galicia did really well i think it was two years ago in, in the galician uh elections so yeah I, it's, it's it's interesting uh this swing to regionalism after covid i suppose staying in your house for three months really does <laughs> does bring you closer to home <laughs> okay well thanks very much for your time Nadea. you're very welcome anytime